0: SAS Talk One O One. My name is BB, and you are here for our very first episode with SAS Talk. SAS Talk is everything you're thinking and I'm saying out loud, but this platform is definitely not used to discriminate against race, gender, or religion. This is simply seeing the viewpoints from another person's life experience or opinion. So please be open-minded on this platform as we are going to discuss what has been happening and what has happened in our country, the United States. I will be bringing on my co-host this uh, morning with me. Her name is Jodi and it's gonna be interesting because she has a lot to say and it really makes some sense. You know, as a two weeks ago, we witnessed the United States, the White House walls being climbed like mongrels. And it's just, it was so surreal for anyone in this country or anyone outside of this country to see how we as its citizens could desecrate our White House and what it stands for and constitution. And it really kind of just uproars out of one person. I remember distinctly in 2020 2020, when the Black Lives Matter um, protesting was going on, it was alive. It made a movement across the world. There was people in different countries standing up for racial injustice. And that's what it was really about. It wasn't to focus on looters and people you know, doing the, the worst of what was good um, in the Black Lives Matter protest and movement that was going on. But it was just so sad to see how we look at the White House being so taken over by a belief system of people that felt to desecrate and it will forever be stamped in our country's history, in the world's history. We can't take this back this democracy that was tainted and so disrespected was just so uncalled for. And I just, it, it still feels surreal. And, you know, I think it's kind of crazy because, you know, the former president wasn't there. So he kind of like erased himself a little bit out of history because he was somewhere else and his face was not part of the legacy um, that day. And it was, it felt so good to see that because. And the reason why I said that it was, it's respect the person, respect people's opinion, but when your opinion starts to move hatred, and it causes harm to others, it's not humane. So I'm going to welcome um, my guest speaker here, Jody. Come on, on, tell me your opinion. How were you feeling when you saw this? take place on television or even wherever you saw it. I don't think you even saw it on television. I think you said social media when we were last speaking.
1: Yes. Hi, baby. Thank you so much for having me on. So, yeah, I had found out about what happened at the Capitol um, through Facebook and social media. I feel like a lot of millennials don't follow the news the way that perhaps the generation or two before us did. Um, And to be honest, I just felt an overwhelming I felt two emotions. One was disappointment. And one was almost the feeling of being flabbergasted at the hypocrisy. Right. Um, it's kind of funny now because, of course, like Biden's been able to take the office. Um, and I'm seeing on social media this like this really silly copy paste post about how um, people on the right side. Aren't going to throw a fit and reject Biden as their president the way that the millennials and younger had when Trump was elected into office. And I kind of can't help but feel like that ship has sailed the minute that these Trump extremists that displayed this cult like behavior, like that ship sailed when they went ahead and stormed the US Capitol. One of the most sacred buildings. And monuments to our country and to our history. That ship has sailed. Their tantrum has happened. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, it's so just The pacifier pac- has been trying passed. trying to pretend now like it didn't happen. Like they didn't throw this tantrum. And now they want to sit quietly in their seats with their hands folded. Sitting on the wrong side of history. While their cult leader... Literally was like oh, during the Black Lives Matter went when the riots and looting starts the shooting starts to when these extremists stormed the Capitol went you guys are special to me I love you go home be safe you know we need to be the party of order just that that hypocrisy and just the double standard of it I was flabbergasted and deeply disappointed
0: and you're um, right you know the double standard like you said it was you know millennials don't get this you know and you guys are the future and, and it was so historic to say and see how many millennials went out and, voted. and i think that probably maybe with one of the parties we will not name it because we really just want to keep to the topic that Your power and your ability as millennials were so significant. And I think that administration, that other administration, did not put weight to the voice of the new generation that is coming up. They are making decisions. They are very opinionated because they're very passionate about their belief. And that's the millennial. And I don't think that party really took into account how much the millennials voice had power i think they were relying on who got them into office previously and they did not take into account the millennial and you're the millennial
1: right well and if you think four years ago so millennials are around the age of 30 um if you look at like the demographic they're anywhere from like right now currently like year 2021 you're looking at between the ages of like 27 and maybe like 33 um so if you think about that four years ago when the former president was first elected into office a lot of us were still young enough that we weren't super invested in politics yet i feel like that that caring comes with age and responsibility once you realize like the weight of of your vote and you have more time to understand politics a little bit better yeah Um, even if you're not super into it the older you get the more like you just generally understand like with culture and things um so i feel like the millennials really showed up and showed out and even some some minorities that maybe had not been super involved with their vote before, like really showed up and showed out this election yeah. because like, it was, it was too important.
0: Yeah, It, it was, was very
1: important.
0: I agree. It was the a,
1: demonstration that happened at the Capitol proved how important it was for every single vote to be counted.
0: I definitely agree. And you know, something that in the other community, so I am a first generation Haitian-American, and no matter where I go, I don't have this Haitian stamp on my head. I'm truly an American. This is all I know. This is the country I know and mm-hmm. desire to live, you know, God, God's will. But either way, I'm a woman of color, and you know, it's so funny that some of my friends of, um, that are ethnic says, man, I'll tell you what, if it was us in the White House, they see us as a group in the sense of if it was black people climbing those walls of the United States, what would oh, white it people say? Just, it
1: would have been open fire. It would have been absolute slaughter. Like, and yes, you're absolutely,
0: and you're Caucasian, and you have that viewpoint of, and why do you feel like you have that viewpoint? Is it because you've been around people of color like why do you feel like it would have been a slaughter
1: um there's a couple reasons why i think i have that viewpoint for one um i feel like millennials were really really encouraged to be involved in school and have a a a, divi- a diverse education and not only that but a diverse friend group um especially those of us that have been in urban communities like in bigger cities and around that and have dared to explore not only this country but a little bit of the world and see the other side um I I really think that that's something that's staple to millennials and even the younger generation like we're encouraged to explore and so like we simply just see it we we learn about it like educationally like through like civics and social science and things like that and then like not only that but like as we learn about it because we have the knowledge of it we see it and we can identify it and we can identify the injustice whereas the older generation like like my parents or even like the grandparent generations um, they came from a culture where segregation and things of that nature, that wasn't really that long ago in their history. Like, I know some grandparents that still remember when segregation was an active thing. Like, there's still people alive that, like, remember the Rosa Parks incident happening. So Correct. for them, that's not that far away in their history. Whereas for us, we've, like, millennials and younger, we've never known segregation. We've never, we, we've never lived in that sense of the culture. So when we see those behaviors towards people of color, color, um, any person of color, we can identify it because it's so far out of our norm as millennials and younger. I really think that that's why I can identify the difference between how, you know, like white people stormed the white house and the outcome was not the same or treated the same as if people of color um, had stormed the White House. And I think the other glaring difference here, and I don't know if this is slightly off of what you're asking me, but I'm going to point it out anyway. um, The other thing is, too, is that people of color... If they were to have done something similar or even were to have protested, I think the firearm, the, the, the armed of it, the security of it, that's what I'm looking for. The security of it would have been heightened because we all know that people of color actually legitimately have something to fight for. There's people of color that are being murdered in the streets by the same people that are sworn in to protect and serve everyone from all walks of life.
0: Exactly. So they,
1: they arm up because they know that you guys actually have something worth fighting and dying for. Right. Whereas right. I don't think anybody expected the Capitol to be stormed by the same people from the same party that swear that they're patriots and love this country. And yet they're desecrating the same symbol that is like that symbol of the U.S., um, So I I don't know that there was preparation for that because that's not really what the, what the, the, the right side, so to speak, that's not something that usually would resonate with them. And I don't think anybody was expecting it, especially when you consider the criticism that the millennials and youngers got when we peacefully protested when Trump was originally elected. I don't think anybody was looking for it.
0: No. And you made some really good points, you know, we saw the attack by the people that were very zealous and passionate about what they call freedom and rights and everything but they also did certain behaviors that were just really taken by a shock um to almost desecrate a a most symbolized monument of democracy and where we believe that the best of us that those decisions are made, are at the White House for the people, by the people, and we're thinking of that. And when you go into a takeover mentality, are you saying what you want need to be taken by a certain group of people for a certain group of people? So I really wanted to just really kind of point that out and really thank you for, for coming on and sharing your opinion about this. And this is what SAS Talk is all about, it's all about different perspectives. We're not here to be right, be wrong, forcefully. We're just sharing opinions based off of life's experiences. You know, One thing I know I can't change about is me is my you can't change your story. When I walk into we're going to be treated differently. And it's sad. But if I walk into the store dressed the same way as I'm still going to be treated differently. I am still judged that I may come to steal. I'm still judged that I um, may cause issues um, or I'm not trustworthy. So I get a lot of that when I want to. And I don't think racism will ever change, but I do think it can dissipate with people being willing to learn from one another. That this is what it's all about. It's about learn from one another. You know, I love my friends, not because they're white or black or Spanish or Asian. I love them because of the person and the quality they bring to the table. And I was willing to learn from them as they are willing to learn from me. And that's what we need to be as people, learning from each other understanding this culture and not feeling like we need to always be right to have a stance, um, in this world. So I really thank you so much for coming on. It really has been an, uh, a topic on everyone's mouth, um, in everyone's mouth. And, you know, the inauguration yesterday was really something that really made everyone view you know, the television, social media, whatever platform you could be on. I think there was mixed emotion. There was people waiting for something to happen. And then there was people that were waiting to welcome something new. And Joe Biden and the VP, you know, they're the people president. They're not just the white president. They're not just the black VP. They're the people president and the People VP, you know, and just like Obama, I think a lot of people said, well, he was black and he was just going to be all about black people. Obama and Michelle and Biden, that served and um, his wife that served our country, was the people leader. They cared about the American people. Uh-huh me in a place to care about the American people and people around us, I think we're going to start looking for the filter of love and justification without hate and anger. So I want to wrap yeah, it up. I, I want to thank you all. Please share SAS Talk 101 and I am looking for feedback. remember to be open-minded and kind um, because I will be coming back on to you know share the audience uh, feedback you can email me at SASTalk101 at gmail.com. Your feedback. And remember to let me know where you're from because I wanna give you a shout out. Um, so you know, give your first and last name and where you're from so I can shout out where you're listening from. So can't wait um to hear your feedback and can't wait to bring you more SAS Talk One O One. This is your host, BB, and thank you, Jody, for coming on. Thank you
1: folks, thank you have so a much for one. having me. Oh, yes. yes. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.